twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. And welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll tell you how you can convert a portable handheld walkie-talkie into a mobile radio for your vehicle. We'll discuss the advantages of doing it, what you need to make it work, and suggest some makes and models of handheld radios that you can turn into mobiles. We'll also review the Lation VV898 UHF VHF dual band mobile two-way radio and take some of your questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialists. The use of handheld walkie-talkies on road trips is nothing new. A lot of folks use a handheld in a vehicle in addition to or instead of a mobile radio for a number of reasons. I've mentioned before that I use a Bofeng BFF9 handheld dual-band amateur radio as a mobile because, because the inverted display is good to have when I'm driving at night. One would think that with powerful, low-priced mobile radios like the popular Ocean KGUV920PA and its quad-band cousin, the KGUV950P, using a handheld in a vehicle wouldn't be as popular as it was before they came along. But it is. And today we're not only going to tell you why it's advantageous, but how, with the right radio and accessories, you can turn your portable handheld into a mobile radio too. Well, let's start, Rick, by what are, how are we defining a mobile radio? Is a handheld radio immediately a mobile radio as soon as you bring it into your car and start driving with it? Or are we calling it a mobile when we add some accessories to it or power it by DC or connect it to an antenna uh, that's external? When does a, a handheld radio become a mobile? That is a very good question. Right. And... And you're getting very deep. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that actually, that is a good question. Right. Because, you know, technically, any radio that can be carried around or, 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 or moved around is, is mobile, right? Because that's what mobile means. Sure. You're moving. Sure. You're in motion. Uh-huh. Um, a portable handheld radio, uh, you know, you're moving it around. So uh, technically, you could call that a mobile radio, too. But they consider it a portable handheld because it's right in your hand. So we're calling um, it a mo- it becomes a mobile when you put it in your car. So we're technically yes. We're going to talk about how to better equip your handheld radio for use in a car, basically, or I any think, vehicle really. Now, I think the most important thing is is the antenna, wouldn't you say? Um, when I, I use handheld radios in a car, um, the antenna that comes on the radio is usually the problem. I suffer from poor reception almost immediately. Mm-hmm. When I get in in most vehicles, because uh, I guess depending on the the 
type of frequency you're listening on, but uh, you know, you're in a metal vehicle, it's going to cut down on your range. you got all that glass around you and everything else. Yeah, it, it definitely does cut down on your range. So, uh, And a lot of people are disappointed when they take handheld radios like the FRS, GMRS radios uh, on road trips, and then they have trouble talking to people more than, than uh, uh, you know, half a mile away because uh, they suddenly realize that, well, you know, I'm supposed to get 37 miles reception on this thing, and they're forgetting the fact, well, aside from the the range issue anyway, uh, they're forgetting the fact that they're inside a tin can, basically. Right. And that's really cutting down on their ability to to, uh, transmit and receive uh, outside the vehicle. So, um, okay, the most important thing we're saying is to um, connect your radio to an external antenna. And what you're going to need is an external antenna. You're going to need to mm-hmm. figure out what, what type of frequency you're going to connect to. Um, if you're into ham radio, most likely what you're going to want for this is a dual-band UHF-VHF mm-hmm. antenna, something probably like the, the TRAM-1185. Okay. Um, this is an antenna with a magnetic base that will attach to your trunk. Uh, we've also got a couple of Nagoya models that work similar to that. The other important thing is to figure out what type of antenna connector that you have on your radio. Mm-hmm. Assuming you have a uh, something like a, a, a Bofeng UV5R or a, uh, an Ocean KGUV8D, you're going to have either an SMA male or SMA female connector. So most of these mobile antennas that you're going to get to attach to your car are going to end in a UHF male. Yeah. So you're going to need some type of adapter to go from an SMA male or female to a UHF male or female. There are some antennas, though, that will have BNC connectors instead of the UHF or the PL259 connectors, for those who you use the numbers. Right. Um, so you would need an adapter that would convert uh, to or from the BNC connector. That's right. Um, Moving on from the antenna, what else are some things that we would need for making your handheld work in your car? Um, I guess power is important. Power is very important because typically when you've got a handheld radio in there, they're they're operating off batteries or a battery pack. And obviously, um, if you're on a, particularly if you're on a long drive, you really can't rely on batteries for providing that that, uh, service from the radio for long, long periods. You know, you've got to be able to keep the batteries charged up, got to be able to swap the batteries out, not always easy to do if you're driving. So you really need a constant source of power going to the radio. Yeah, at the very least, you would need a a DC-type charger for your battery, but probably something like a battery eliminator where you replace the battery with uh, another battery replacement, uh, essentially, with a DC plug. Yeah, something that that can power your radio directly from your vehicle. Right, that's that's ideal. And uh, then, of course, there's the uh, the hand speaker mic. You need to have a hand speaker mic connected to it, uh, unless you want to carry it in your, you know, unless you want to hold it in your hand the entire time you're driving, which isn't necessarily practical, and in some cases isn't even legal. So, you you want to have, uh, you know, be able to have a hand speaker mic to be able to pick it up when you need to. Right. That's definitely ideal. And uh, that that sort of gives you the feel like a true mobile radio would mm-hmm. um, or a CB or something like that. Um, and, a, and a mount 
some way to mount the radio to your vehicle so that you can keep it hands-free. That's right. And there are a lot of good mount options out there. Some will connect directly to the vent of your car. Some will uh, suction cup to the windshield or Mm -hmm. sit on the dash. But uh, they they work out great because it's a way to keep your radio stationary. um, And then you just use the speaker mic. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, when it comes to the portable handhelds, not every portable handheld is going to be compatible for this type of conversion. Uh, You you need to find a portable handheld that... uh, will allow you to um, to convert it into that mobile. And it, some of them don't work that well for the, the job. A lot of FRS, GMRS radios, in fact, most of them won't because the antenna is not removable. But there are certain, um, there's certain radios out there that you can. Yeah, really you want something with a removable antenna and you want mm-hmm. something that, that can be connected uh, to uh, accessories like a speaker mic. Right, and and that you'll be able to power directly to the vehicle. Correct. Now, uh, now that we've gone through some of what we need to convert it into a, a mobile radio, what are some of the advantages of doing this? Why would you want to do this versus uh, just buying a mobile radio and having it in your vehicle? Well, one of the first ones that I think of is the cost. It's a lot more economical overall. The typical mobile radio is going to be uh, $200 or $300 right. at least. You're talking about taking a radio that is a quarter of that, mm-hmm. and even with the accessories, you're still you're still saving a couple hundred dollars by doing this kind of a well, setup. That alone makes this a great option for new yeah. hams, especially. Like if you if you're new to the hobby and you're not um, you know fully committed, you know spending several hundred dollars on a radio just for your vehicle may seem like a lot, but um, you know you buy a forty dollar UV five R. And now you've got add some accessories to it, and you've got a, a radio that works perfectly in your vehicle, and that you can also use in the house. And it's pretty easy to do. It's it's actually a lot easier to install than installing a mobile radio. That's another big advantage. I looked at the option of installing a mobile radio in my vehicle, in my car, and I opted for using the BFF nine that I use because uh, it was just a matter of just putting on the mobile antenna, plugging in the battery eliminator having some place to set the radio. I already had a speaker mic for it, and it was I was set to go. There wasn't Not much only to that, it. but also the ease of moving from vehicle to vehicle. You know, in households where you have two different cars, and yeah. you may have your everyday driver, but you're going on vacation, and you're going to take your wife's SUV, but you want to take your, your ham radio with you, your radio with you, it's an easy move. You can move it right over to the... Uh, to the SUV. It is. It is. It's very, very easy to do. Uh, I think that's another big one right there. You know, you have one radio with dual functionality also. You know, you can use it as a mobile, and then when you have to get out of your car, when you get out of your car, you can just convert it back into a handheld, and you've got a handheld when you're out walking around outside your, your vehicle. So, you don't need two radios. You need, you know, instead of having a mobile in your car and a handheld, you can just use the handheld, and it can serve both purposes. Um, today's handhelds also, they have most, if not all, of the standard features and functions of, of most of the mobile radios. That's right, especially um, the, the UV-8D that was released not too long yeah. ago. Um that radio even does cross-band repeat and, mm-hmm. and some things like that that you would only see on mobile radios previously. So because of that, 
you know, some of those mobile radios lose that advantage of, of being unique to, to doing those things. So you can just simply do it with a handheld. Uh, I think that makes the handheld a lot more versatile. Um, but there's also the lower power consumption for the um, handhelds over the mobile radios. Mobile radios generally pull 12 volts and some amps. Um, the handhelds, they're lower power. Uh, they're going to be usually 5 watts or less. Mm-hmm. I think some so people may consider lower power a, uh, well, I guess output power is what I'm thinking. You may consider a lower output power as a disadvantage, but overall well, lower drain on the battery of the vehicle is probably a good thing. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the disadvantages there. Um, Biggest one I was thinking of is the lower output power. Usually with the yeah. mobile, you're going to have you know, 40, 50 watts of power. Um, but, you know, I've been driving around, and I use my ham radio for driving around 5 watts. When I'm around town, I can still hit all the repeaters in town. So it's really not that big of a loss. I mean, 5, five yeah. watts, yeah, it's lower power, but I still get some pretty good coverage. And really, if you're connecting to an antenna outside your vehicle, you're probably going to be okay. Yeah, and the better the antenna, the more coverage you'll get anyway, even on the low power. That's right. Um, the only other advantage maybe would be that uh, a lot of the hand speaker, well, typically the hand speaker mics on, on the portables don't have a DTMF microphone or a microphone with a, a built-in keypad. So, um, you know, a lot of the mobiles do have that sort of That's thing. That's true. So you can control the, the, right. the full radio right from uh, the mic. Yeah, so that is one disadvantage. But you know what? Other, other than that, that's pretty much it. That's about it for disadvantages. That's true. So, uh, all that considered, what are some of the portable handheld radios that we can use, that we can convert into mobiles? Uh, well, obviously, the Bofang series, uh, you know, there's lots mm-hmm. of radios there. We've talked about them before. The, the UV5R, BFF8+, the, the UV82 are all great candidates. Um, as well as some of the Ushans, the, the KGUV60, the KGUV8D, which is what you mentioned earlier, which is great radio, uh, and the KGUVD1P. Those are all um, those are all radios with removable antennas that have the ability to, uh, you know, they have a battery eliminator or some type of connection where you can you can plug it directly into the right. the vehicle, and uh, and there are adapters available. They're all pretty much common, um, uh, usually SMA, male or female antenna connections on top that you can just put a little little um, adapter on and and adapt it to a, a UHF PL259 connector or a or a uh, BNC connector or whatever. Yeah, this is a very, very common thing. And if, if you check our adapter selection, you'll find uh, an adapter to convert any antenna port. Yeah, um, adapters are pretty cheap. You know, two, yeah, three or four two bucks five the most. Bucks, you know, you, yeah. um, if you're a business user, um, most you're in luck. Most of the business radios um, support this type of, of yes, uh, yes. thing uh, right out of the box. I mean, I mean ICOM, Kenwood, Motorola... A vertex standard they're all going to have removable antennas and plenty of speaker mic options and, and some battery have some eliminators good, yeah um, some of them have some good dc power options too absolutely now if, if you're a gmrs user you're really uh, not so much in luck <laughs> because uh, most of the frs most of the gmrs radios are also dual service frs radios which uh, which prohibit 
removable antennas. But there is one out there that we carry, the Cobra HH450 Dual, uh, the MRHH450 Dual, that uh, its biggest feature, I think, is the removable antenna. It's true. It, it is a uh, marine radio slash GMRS mm-hmm. radio, but um, has the removable antenna, it is FCC type accepted for GMRS. It's a really good option if you're really uh, planning on using it in your vehicle and want to connect to an external antenna. Mm-hmm. Now, in the CB realm, you're in luck there also because uh, Cobra has a couple of uh, handheld CB radios that uh, you can use. Uh, one in particular is the Cobra HH Road Trip. That yeah. one's just made for exactly. that it, it sort of thing. It includes the uh, mag mount antenna for your it vehicle, does. and it has a B and C connector for the antenna. Uh, so it, Rick's right, it's really built for this this scenario. But uh, there you go. It, it, it's it's a great option to consider. Uh, if you're thinking about a mobile radio, you're saving up for one, you know what? You don't have to just wait until you, you get your mobile. You can go ahead and set up a, a handheld now, or if it's something that it, you're very, very budget conscious, uh, this is a great option. Uh, for you to be able to get a uh, a mobile radio in your vehicle so to just take your handheld and convert it over uh any other comments or ideas on this i think we covered it all right well coming up we'll review the lation vv898 uhf vhf dual band mobile two-way radio is this tiny mobile transceiver worth its weight on the road or are you better off with a handheld we'll find out next on the Two-Way Radio Show. Searching for Two-Way Radios? Buy Two-Way Radios has what you need. Buy Two-Way Radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name-brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. Buy Two-Way Radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. Our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buy2wayradios.com weekdays. Buy Two-Way Radios at buy2wayradios.com. Your radio specialists. You're listening to The Two-Way Radio Show. And this week we're going to review an ultra-compact UHF-VHF dual-band mobile two-way radio from Malaysian. The VV-898. Well, we've taken this radio to the last last two ham fests we've gone to, and I was kidding with somebody at the last one we did a couple weeks ago about how we put one on display, and it's basically the, every time we put one out, it's the, the bell of the ball. Everybody wants to look at this thing and pick it up, and they can't, you know, a lot of guys say it's cute. A lot of guys say, you know, they're they're they just they love it. Uh, Definitely gets a lot of attention. It does. It does. It's uh, well, I think it's because it's sitting there between the the ocean, uh, you know, nine twenty and and nine fifties, and people see this and they go, "Wow, 
And the first thing they do is they pick it up and they go, wow, it's light. You know, it's, it's, it weighs basically nothing. Um, and it's about the size of a display for a, a KG UV 920 or a 950. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, uh, it's just a little larger than that. It's, it's tiny. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's, uh, it's, you know, give you an idea. It's about 4.7 and some change uh, inches wide. Um, a little bit over three and a half inches deep and just a hair over one and a half inches tall. So it's it's perfect for um, a lot of people have commented that it would be perfect. Most vehicles have this little, you know, a little compartment where you can put your wallet or, or whatever on your in your vehicle. It would fit just about anywhere. It's very small and compact. Output power, it's, you know, two settings, 4 watts and 10 watts. 4 watts on, on low power, 10 watts on high power uh, on both the U and V HF sides. Um, 199 channels capacity. Pretty good sound output. It sounds, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't sound bad when you uh, when you're you're receiving on it and, and going through the menu options. The sound is uh, is pretty decent. For I mean, you got to think it's with it being a more compact radio, the speaker's not going to be as big either as compared to some of your other traditional mobile units. But uh, which is really surprising because the speaker really doesn't look like much. No, it, it really doesn't. doesn't. Um, but pretty simple simple face to it. Um, it's got uh, what uh, nine buttons on the front, you know. Mm-hmm. Obviously, channel up and channel down. Uh, a couple programmable buttons: your power button and your volume buttons. Um, it supports a lot of features. I mean, when no doubt. When you go through the list of features that this thing has, it's it's um, what you would expect from you know any mid to high end dual band radio. Yeah, there's a long um, list of features on it. A long list of features. It'll do everything that you need it to do. Um, the, the drawback for me is that, um, there's like Anthony was saying, the front is set up where it's, it seems like it's a little more complicated to use. And I don't know if that's just me being used to, uh, like the 920 and the 950 for motion or, um, or if it's this radio, I can't really tell. It's, it's, it's kind of confusing for me to use it. And I think the reason is because there's so few buttons on it, and so a lot of these buttons are doing double duty right? to actually do several things. And uh, I think a couple of them are programmable also, if I'm not mistaken. We weren't really... Uh, we weren't really aware of some of these features until we um, actually loaded in the programming software and started uh, looking at the, the programming options and we were really surprised to find just yeah. how versatile it was we were blown away by by all of the configurability you can change what each of the buttons on the front do mm-hmm. um, through the programming software and um, I think my problem with it is just that I'm used to working with so many different radios and this one operates a little bit differently than than what I'm used to I think if someone were used to using this every day, um, they get the they hang of it have pretty a tr- quick. Yeah. A problem with it, exactly. Yeah. Well, I was actually impressed with programming software because I really didn't expect much at all, and I was surprised at how uh, comprehensive it was. Uh, you know, just what you could do in it. Right. 
And, and it's more advanced than you yeah. would expect. Well, it, it, it's a heck of a lot uh, better than the, the Bofunk brand software. And I'm not talking about Chirp or anything. I'm talking about the ones that come from, <laughs> of course, exactly. Yeah, yeah. just about anything's better than Bofunk software. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's better than the Ocean software, uh, I'd say, as well. Um, uh, maybe. I, I think it's a little better than that. Just my opinion. It has a, a wireless frequency change feature here, which I haven't really tried myself, but uh, I understand that it does work. I'm not even sure what that is. I don't know either. Neither am I. <laughs> but uh, but it's but it's there. <laughs> As a bonus. <laughs> exactly. And uh, it is PC programmable. I have to say, what do you make of hand mic? What, what do you make of the hand mic? Hand mic feels kind of light and cheap to me. Yeah, if I'm being honest, it, it. I I'm not crazy about the buttons on the front. I mean, I think the buttons on your 920s and 950s are a lot easier to to uh, to press, and it just seems like these are kind of. I, I kind of compare it to the keypad on like the little UV5Rs. Yeah, you know, they because sometimes when I'm typing on my UV5R, I. I miss hit a button or, or whatever the case may be, but um, you know it's a pretty decent size. Uh, it's a pretty decent size. Uh, you know, I, I, I compare it to like a, the speaker mics we sell. You know, we mm-hmm. we have the uh, we used to have the compact speaker mics that were smaller, yeah, yeah. And, and and then you got your more heavy duty speaker mics. I compare it kind of like that. The 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 Wushans have a more heavy duty uh, feeling speaker mic compared to like the the hand mics, and then this is more like a, a compact speaker mic to me. I agree with that, and mm-hmm. and I, I don't think that uh, they cheaped out when they made it. If you look at the cable, it's it's really thick cable. The cable looks like stout. It's, yeah, it's going to be mm-hmm. a really durable product. But just the the hand mic to me feels kind of light. My first impression, though, I I didn't like the keypad so much because I thought it looked kind of cheap. You know, the button sticking out and everything. Um, it changed a little bit when I turned on the radio for the first time, and I noticed that it lit up. Mm-hmm. It is so a, it's lighted. a lighted keypad, so yeah. it, it's um, at least it lit up for me. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't think it's maybe a, it wasn't supposed to. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I don't think it's a cheap mic. I just think the appearance of it and yeah. the lightness of it. Um, maybe compared to some other radios that we're more used to, um, gives us the impression that it's it's maybe not as good. When you when you really look at it, the quality seems to be there, but maybe the design um, isn't quite what we're used to. I think the other thing on, on that keypad is that it's it's not really a tactile type of keypad. You know, you don't feel click. I don't. You don't feel click on it, do you? Well, a little bit. I mean, really? it, I didn't. I, not like. I mean, just to me, it feels like uh, an old uh, uh, hand. The buttons to me feel like an old house phone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just the rubbery buttons. I mean, it's. uh, But I mean, I think it serves its purpose. I think for somebody buying this radio, I think it's perfect for hams that are just getting started Mm -hmm. that don't know necessarily if they want to jump up to a. You know, three hundred dollars, three hundred fifty, even you know, Wushin or even something even higher, uh, mobile unit. I think it's perfect for them. Um, I think the, the biggest feature is the size. Yeah, it, yeah. 
I think that it, it's amazing. It's gonna this radio is gonna be an option for so many people that um, didn't really have room in their vehicle for a mobile. And at Hamfest, that's what we keep hearing over and over and over again: is Hey, I can actually install this in my car. I've got a perfect spot in my car that this will fit where other mobiles wouldn't. You'd be surprised how many people I've gone out and looked at their cars to look at their their setups, and a lot of people with the bigger units don't have somewhere to put the whooshins and a lot of them are sitting just on a floorboard or on a passenger seat because there's no place to mount nowhere it. to mount it yeah um, this, would this be gives solution. you a ton of options i mean you can i think it's unlimited where you can put this thing um i think you could actually use velcro or another brand of uh, hook and loop fastener put a couple of pieces on top and slap it down there it's light enough yeah, i'm pretty sure it would hold it's, pretty well. absolutely, it's yeah. no uh um, it's it's very lightweight, but and a lot of vehicle a lot of vehicles have a cubby or something like that. That mm-hmm. I've heard from people over and over at Hamfest that oh, this will fit in this little compartment that I have in my car. That um, you know for for change or in a console or something like that. And I mean, what'd you say? Four and a half inches wide, yeah, three and a half inches fit, deep. It almost would fit in some uh, some ashtrays. You know, yeah. now anymore they just they don't even put ashtrays in cars they just said it's more of a change holder and you right. can pull that little cup out and this would probably fit in there uh you might have to do some some small uh you know retrofitting or whatever but i think it's gonna it'll fit anywhere but uh um i mean good little radio for people getting started or you know uh, another cost uh, effective uh, radio i mean you get it's it's slap full of features that we can't even get into i mean it's got a lot of features um and we've got them listed all on the website but you know with each each one you buy you're going to get your your dtmf hand microphone your dc power cable mounting brackets the hanger for that mic um it does come with the the usb programming cable and the software and the software and then plus of course the radio i mean a lot of times you're buying you know you're having to buy that software and cable separately that's Um, true so uh, 150 bucks. Yeah, all of that for 150 bucks. That's that's uh, a pretty good deal. I think it's a great deal. I mean, mm-hmm. it's uh, the, you know, it's basically with that deal there, you're you're ready to go. Yeah, 150 dollars. You get everything you need. I'll go for that. Yeah, I'll go for that. Oh, someone at uh, Hamfest walked up to us. It was the Rock Hill Hamfest. Someone uh, came up to us and said, you know what, that would be perfect for a go box. You can make a go box out of this thing. And a lot of guys are, are for those who don't know what a go box is, it's basically a kit for being able to uh, to, to take radio gear around with you for, for emergency purposes. And that, it's a very basic explanation of what it is. But uh, a lot of these guys are using the mobile radios, so like the, the uh, Ocean uh, the KGUV920PA and the 950P in, to make their go boxes. And this guy was saying this would make a great go box because it would reduce the size a little bit. It would give me a little more room to put other things in there that I need for the kit. Right, right. That's a great point. And so I, I didn't think about it. I didn't even think about it before that. And now I'm thinking, mm, okay, yeah, great idea. Um, so overall, we think this is a pretty cool radio? Yeah, I, I think it is. I think for the for what it's capable of doing and the price point i think it's a a great little radio okay so if um if you're considering 
doing a handheld uh, conversion to a mobile radio, uh, but you really want to go mobile, uh, but you don't feel comfortable shelling out a few hundred dollars for a, for a full-size mobile, this is probably, a, I would say this is a good alternative. I completely agree. This is a, a great step up. It's, it's not a lot of money. Um, I mean, $150 for a 10-watt mobile radio is, is really insane. I mean, we wouldn't have even imagined that three or four years ago. Yeah. And uh, here it is. All right. Well, we have some uh, comments and questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. Uh, the first one, the first one comes from Velvet Hammer, and Velvet Hammer says, "I've had these batteries in some uh, GXT1000 VP4s for a few years now. Mainly only used during hunting season. Is there any test I can do, or have a battery shop do that will tell me how the batteries are performing?" Low test, peak voltage at charge, or something else that will say when they have to be replaced. And that's from Velvet Hammer. Uh, really, um, I would suggest, I would ask, how's your radio performance? Mm-hmm. You know, or how long are they lasting in your radio? You, now, you can always um, fully charge the batteries and then connect a multimeter to the batteries, and it will tell you what the voltage of that battery is. And um, you can compare it to what the, the battery says. And a fully charged battery is usually going to be um, over um, what the, the label says it should put out. If, if you fully charge the battery and you're only getting what the label says or you're getting a little bit under what the label suggests, then um, you know you're, you're going to need to replace it fairly soon. Really, I mean, the, the easiest thing to do is just to charge it up for a day, try them in the radios, and see how long they last. If they last you for a few hours or so, you're probably good. If they last you for about five minutes, it's probably time to replace them. Yeah, and, <laughs> That's and the, the simplest. GXT-1000 uh, on fresh batteries, you're going to get around 8 to 10 hours yeah. typically on a full charge. That's with... Um, about 90% standby time, 5% transmit, 5% receive. And Sean has a comment. Uh, he's talking about CB radios. He says, I have a lot of fun on my CB. I even met my wife of 20 years on the CB. I like Skip and the bases around town. That's from Sean. Um, so he, uh, I guess his CB has been quite an asset over the years. He's not alone. <laughs> All right, well, I guess that doesn't... Not alone. <laughs> he's not alone. <laughs> oh, I mean, he's not alone. Like, yeah, there's, there's like a lot of meant, other people. I, I thought you meant, like, this is how you met Charity. Uh, I thought that's what you were, like, okay. that's how uh, I met Charity. I just done a local uh, break, break of one nine, and she responded. <laughs> I yeah, should say that and then tell her that uh, that's what I said on the show. You know, it's a good question. How many matches have been made over the CB? I don't know. That's, At least uh, one. At least one, Sean. Sean did, but uh, apparently it worked out pretty well for him. Giving me a years. new uh, business idea. <laughs> CB Harmony. <laughs> CBHarmony.com. <laughs> well, I guess that uh, I guess that definitely does it for our comments and questions this week. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buytwowayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. You can subscribe to the Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on iTunes, blueberry.com, or stream it from your tablet or smartphone on Stitcher. All right, uh, before we go, do we have any other uh, final words on today's topic or anything else of interest? I think we covered it. All right. We're good. 
Okay. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We're getting towards that time, and uh, I'm expecting to tune in to CB sometime soon and, and hear all the action on cbharmony.com. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony's new uh, new enterprise. Register right. that real quick. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWay Radios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Well, everyone, thanks for listening, and until next time for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoy. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're out.